soundproof. Episode of Soundproof Creatives. This is Angela. A few months ago, I had the opportunity to interview singer and songwriter Janelle. She is well known in the Tampa Bay area for her music, but also she is making a name for herself in the Caribbean Islands for her R&B and soca music. I had a chance to talk to her about her beginnings, her aha moment in discovering her passion, her latest creation, and the opportunity to give back with her organization, She Got Vision. Here is a little snippet of who is Janelle. I've been waiting for too long. Come over, come over. about because you're a a recording artist you're a singer mm-hmm. you're r&b you do soca so <laughs> I, so how did you get started well i um well i started singing when i was like four according to my mom <laughs> I, you know they always anyways <laughs> but like professionally i started recording music when i was 16 so um my first recording was I think it was the national anthem because mm-hmm. I had to sing it for the Tampa Bay Rays game. So oh, wow. I had that experience, yeah, in recording in the studio um, with that. Um, so yeah, I would say around like 16, you know, when recording professionally and stuff. So yeah. Okay. So then when you, like, what made you decide, okay, this is for me? Because, you know, I know that sometimes we'll just get on a mic or do our passion or whatever it is. But then how did you find that, you know what, okay, at age 16, or was it later that this is what I want to do? Um, so I would say mm, when I like hit like one of like, when I, when I did the national anthem at the race game, I would definitely have to say that, um, you know, and then from there I've gotten exposure and people were like, who's this girl? You know? So, <laughs> um, so I would say from there, I was like, yeah. I want to do this. I like this. I really want to. Okay. So like in high school. So what what was that feeling like? Was it just the fact of that you had positive response or did you find like all aspects of the recording, of learning, of, you know, getting your craft, memorizing the words that, okay, this is what I want to do. Yeah. So <laughs> when is, to me, it's almost like your aha moment, like, okay, oh, okay. this is, this is it. Yeah, it yeah, it was it was that same exact moment um when I sung the national anthem for the Tampa Bay Ray. I keep saying that, but it was a big crowd. It was like close to like 20 something thousand people. Oh wow. So, so yeah, so you know, that was a pivotal moment for me and then from there, you know, I did auditions and I started writing music. Well, I've been writing music prior to, but mm-hmm. um but really really taking it serious and be like, okay, this is what I really wanted to do. Want to do. 
Okay. Then you know, with the writing part, when did you find that? Okay, I, you know, I know how to craft words. I know how to, you know, put put some lyrics together. When did that start for you? Was it before before your your the age of sixteen, or was it after? I actually. So <laughs> the funny thing is, is I um used to I loved I used to I love Destiny's Child. So what I would do is I would get like Destiny's Child songs and recreate okay. it and write my own words. <laughs> <laughs> And I remember that moment. I was like, like 13, 12, 13 years old. Um, so I knew I wanted to, you know, write songs and stuff like that. I, I remember that. I wrote, literally rewrote the entire album. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, my own lyrics and stuff. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's the first time I've heard anyone ever say that, that they took just the music and just started writing from it. So that is so dope. Uh-huh. So then, that, so then I, I remember just hearing you in the Tampa Bay area. Um, you did a lot of like Jill Scott songs. So did yeah. you find that, okay, in order for me to to get people to kind of understand me, let me start with a known audience or a, star, a known artist? Or did you find that j- you just gravitated to her music and, you know, this is what you were feeling? I, um, I've always had a love for Jill Scott. Um, oh, yes. um, you know, she has been a big inspiration to me. I can't wait till one day I meet her. Mm-hmm. Um, it's coming pretty close and I truly feel it. Oh, I agree. But um, I've always had that love. I, I, I gravitated to that. Um, you know, when I was younger, I, w- I didn't know Jill Scott like that. But the older I got and, um, you know, the more music that was exposed to me from her, um, I started to love her more. I think the song that really got me was A Long Walk. So, Oh, yes. Yeah. And I would always put that song in like my sets and stuff like that. So. Because I, I remember, I think it was you went to New York. Uh, was it, um, I forgot which spot it was at. And you posted that you got a, a big response. Was it near weekend or somewhere else? Uh, that what, you- Apollo? Yeah, was it Apollo? Okay, it was Apollo. Yeah. And that, and that, and I wanted to ask you about that. So with the Apollo, because Apollo is famed, legendary. How did that come about? Well, I, um, my mom and I, we saw the audition and it was in Atlanta. And so Uh like me and a couple other friends, we went to Atlanta and we, um, what had happened was, um, we auditioned, it was like thousands and thousands of people. And then, and then from there, I was one of the 15 that were chosen. So, Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow, that is awesome. That, yeah. You know, there's there's so many people that can sing, but I'm always, you know, in awe of the journey of the person, you know, figuring out this is what I want to do. These are the steps that I want to make. One mm-hmm. of the things that you, you know, that you post is allowing no limits. And it sounds like, you know, that you're living it. How did you get to that point where you say, okay, there's no limits, even including myself? Um, I, I don't think I'm fully there yet still. I mean, okay. I'm really big with like manifestation. So um, whatever that comes out my mouth, that's what I'm manifesting. So I still have room to grow. Um, I haven't really gotten to that point where it's like, oh yeah, I'm living my life without Because trust me, I do second guess myself. <laughs> Transparent moment. I'm like, oh, do I really want to do this? And I'm just like mm-hmm. day by day, I just, you know, look at it and I'm like, okay, if this person's not going to do it, then who is? I am. So yeah. 
I love that. I love that. Um, just to go back to your musical taste, you know, you stated that it's R&B and soca. Now, for those that maybe aren't uh, familiar with soca, what does that mean? Soca is a um, it's a type of genre of music from Trinidad and Tobago. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a mixture of African um uh, Afro-Caribbean type feel, island music, reggae, a mixture of dance, just a whole mixture of that really sweet sounding um, music, but it's based out of Trinidad and Tobago. And and you find yourself gravitating to your roots and singing more of those type of songs? Yeah, it actually started with my mom. She told me that I should start gravitating to that. And at first I was like, yeah, I want to stick with R&B. But then I thought <laughs> about it. I was like, you know what? Let me let me stand out. So and then apparently it it's everybody's liking it, loving it. So yeah, because you go to a lot of festivals. Yes. I see a lot of Caribbean festivals. Mm-hmm. So how do how do a lot of the you know audience how do they take to you? Um, it's it depends on the crowd. Sometimes you know when I'm on big stages, I like to put I like to put on a performance performance. Yes. I don't want to just. You know, just go up there, sing la la, and call it a day. But actually, mm-hmm. you know, go up there and put on a show. Like if it's like a big carnival or something, I bring my dancers, and it's just so funny. Like people, they just look, like they don't look. <laughs> it's just, but it's like a good look. It's like they're mesmerized. Yes. You know what I mean? And then I have some performances where I do sing, but then I still, you know, put on a show, and then you know the crowd, you know, they react, um, and you know, you know, give me my kudos and stuff. So. And, you know, and I see a lot of that in your videos that you put on this whole like production, which I love. Um, so it is uh, your your latest song is number one. It's called number one. Yes. Yeah. So why did you write that and how did that come about? Um, I wrote that. It's so crazy. Um, 2SC, Sean, he actually mm-hmm. put out a project in 2016 and that song came out mm-hmm. in 2016. Um, and like, it was for his project master builder. And I, the whole theme of it, um, is basically putting God as number one, but, nice. um, and that, that's my soul, you know, that's my testimony and that's my, um, you know, my transparent moment is, um, throughout the song I'm talking about, you know, I, I was on the fence of being for God and not being for him. So in, in the song, it says, take over, won't need, you know, it no more, whatever. Mm-hmm. And so like, I was just telling God to take over my life. You know, I need you forever. You're number one. Um, but then I put a twist to it and, you know, just, it's an empowering song, just putting yourself number mm-hmm. one. Um, sometimes we can be on the fence with things, but understanding that you need to prioritize yourself as well. Um, you are listening to Janelle on Soundproof Creatives with her latest song, number one. Our side was real fine until I went to my side. Then I realized I needed you more than I thought. I replaced you, misusing, mentally abused, because I was in your head. Forever 
you want to do in those things so yeah that is awesome a shout out to sean yeah like an awesome producer so um i agree it's like your music is so power it's so powerful and it's also positive and you're you're positive all the time which we definitely need so let me ask you now which artist do you see as a true representation of what you want to be um hmm, that's good um, singing wise, myself, I'm, I always, nice. I always vouch and cause I'm a vocal coach too. I always vouch, um, to, you know, get to know your voice, get to know, you know, what you can do because yes, mm-hmm. you can have that motivation or that inspiration from people, but at the end of the day, your voice is different. So I would definitely say I'm growing to love my voice more. Um, but the people who I look up to and who I like, you know, take from, of course, Jill Scott, Layla Hathaway. Um, um, I would definitely have to say as well. I love, I like Beyonce, you know, just her creativity. Mm-hmm. Um, in that. Mm-hmm. So those are inspirations. Um, but really, I just want to continue to develop my voice. Yeah, I agree. And it's um, one thing that you mentioned is, you know, not comparing and knowing your voice. And I know it can be very difficult, you know, nowadays. It's like we see this one type of person and we want to try to, 
you know, emulate a person, but it's always important just to have your own voice and discover who you exactly. are, which I'm a big proponent of that. Now, one of the things you mentioned is you want to be the most versatile artist. Why is that important to you? It's important because I want to reach the masses. You know, everybody likes different genres of music. Every, you know, you. I mean, yes, people love R&B. Yes, people love Caribbean music. But why not try to be versatile and reach those individuals to reach the masses because my sole purpose is to you know inspire and to motivate and to encourage and empower people through song or through whatever I do and to make people feel happy so why not you know branch off and 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 do different genres um and be versatile just so you can touch people you know what I'm saying in in ways that some other person may not do my yeah I have my niche but I always, mm-hmm. I'm not afraid of, of branching out and being versatile in that sense. And that's what I love is, you, you know, you're so bold and you're you're just empowering. Now, one of the things I wanted to know mm-hmm. is, you know, since you've, you've been recording, like you said, you went out there when you were 16 years old. How has your musical style changed? Um, I, at first... I was so scared to talk about real life situations. Like I would, mm-hmm. yeah, and I would just write songs just, you know, just to write songs. But the older I got, the more I became more transparent and the more I mm-hmm. became true to myself and understanding that that's how you really heal people. And that's how people really can relate to you is when you're real, you know, um, and not being afraid to do so. And it, it sometimes at one point it did backlash on me but it was because mm-hmm. some people are afraid of their truth and I got into the yeah. point where it's just like okay I cannot be afraid of my truth because I know where I'm at I know where I'm growing somebody's going through the same thing that I'm going through so you shouldn't be afraid to tell you know your story you know because at the end of the day my sole purpose is to help people heal you know so and I love that. And one of the things I had asked you to do mm-hmm. is if you can uh, sing just a couple <laughs> of, you know, verses of where you first started, because I believe <laughs> that, you know, just, be, I know, <laughs> just to make, you know how, you know, when you first start, you're like, when you, when you, you're like, okay, this is who I am, you know, and then years later you look at it and you're like am i i'm not that same person but i think the beginning is always important uh, because people always look at the finished product and think that the finished product is the beginning which is not um so if you can just kind of sing just a little bit just something that when you first started this is who i was okay i'll do um like one of my first uh, record oh, on and on um that's <laughs> uh, one of my like go-tos um okay my girls keep telling me how much they envy me all this is is honesty i always end up talking about this thing yeah day by day talking about you and all the things you do Mama ain't raised no fool. The truth that set me free, cause truth's in you. I go on and on and on and on and on and about you. I go on and on and on and on and on and about you. On and on and on and on and on and about you. I go on and on and on and on and on and about you. 
Whoa, yeah, yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank no you. Now, now, one of the things that I've noted that I saw is that you were um, the honoree for the Black Girls Rock for Tampa for arts, media, and uh, entertainment. How was, how did that come wow, about? Wow, yeah, like they contacted me, like people were, they voted me in, and I was just like, what? Nice. Oh my God. <laughs> it's so awesome to see people see your craft and you know appreciate it and then on top of that honor that so yeah that's how that happened they contacted me and said you have been selected to you know to be the nominee or the honoree for you know the arts and entertainment I was like what that's so amazing so I was just that, I was just practicing for my a- Grammy that's all <laughs> <laughs> And, you know, and speaking of that, you know, because I know that with artists, we have this roller coaster, mm-hmm. you know, these emotions, you know, it's, you know, sometimes doors are open, sometimes doors are closed. Um, now, when it comes to taking, you know, being able to overcome challenges, overcome disappointments, how do you deal with that? Um, At first, like when I dealt with disappointment, I did not deal with it well. Oh, no. <laughs> I would cry. I'm like, why don't they want me? Oh my god. <laughs> um, but then again, like the older I get, the more I realize mm-hmm. that everything happens for a reason. And it mm. always comes down to that. It's so true. Every so-called disappointment um or a missed opportunity that I could have had, it ha- everything happened for a reason because something better either happened or it prevented me from dealing with you know certain things that was dealt with behind the scenes and it was it was true and I'm just like okay God I see you you know I'm still you know you know there's certain things that I desire for but um at the end of the day I have to be like okay timing 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 is so important so I just reminded myself of that thing I agree. Timing is very important. And and you have an um, organization called She Got mm-hmm. Vision. Um, it's a teen girl organization. Um, when did you first start that? I had the vision. It was me and my friend Clyla. I told my, she's in New York. Um, we, um, you know, she's doing her own thing as well. But it was in 2016. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh my gosh, I want to start an organization for teen girls. But I didn't know exactly where I wanted to go with it. Um, because I mm-hmm. never had a mentor when I was younger um as a teen so I knew I wanted to be have a mentorship so um but we really branched off in 2017 when we did our first summit and we got collaborations with the Children's Home Network and um other um organizations as well it was like 40 girls 40 plus girls there so I was like yeah this is it this is this is it right here so yeah starting like 20 late 2016 2017 Mm -hmm. Oh, that's awesome. And then it's like, it's the importance of giving back because also you do vocal mm-hmm. coaching, you know, and it's like with, with everything that's going on mm-hmm. right now, um, you know, a lot of people are doing the virtual, um, the virtual mm-hmm. thing. So it's like, I saw that you're teaching yeah. uh, classes virtually for vocal Yes. Coaching. I recently just had a, um, a virtual workshop. I did like a free online mm-hmm. workshop. It was so great. Mm-hmm. I had students from Ghana. I had students from the UK, Texas, LA. It was really good. Um, and you know, people were asking for more. So, but yeah, I was like, let me try it. Let me do it. I've never seen it done here in Tampa. So mm-hmm. I was just like, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, I'm going to do it. And I was nervous because I was like, oh, my gosh, where am I going to go? <laughs> but, you know, here go God. He was like, you know, I got you. And it ended up being so great. It was awesome. 
That is awesome. I see so many great things for you. And this is just, you know, right now, this is still to me the beginning of you, you know, and I see so many different doors opening. Um, Before I let you go, because this has been an awesome interview. One of the things I also Mm -hmm. asked you was if you can give me a song of where you're at right yes, now. Yes, definitely. Um, it's yes. my song, Keep Going, off of my new project, well, my latest project, Crystal Clear. Um, it's one of my favorite songs to sing, so it's it's definitely, um, that's a good one. Um, what can I say? Okay. Had another chance to make it, make it at the top again, and didn't take the chance to face it, Ended in predicament. I cried, I cried, you cried, they cried. I wanted to make things go right, but I had other plans in mind. Like why, 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 why? Silly I, foolish I, lived the lie, broke the tie that kept me together. Can't take back. Yeah, happy. But now I've got to move it on. Oh, hey, keep going, let it go, can't let it show, cause I'm a, uh, keep going. Oh, I need to know if this is it slow. Hey, keep going, let it go, can't let it show, cause I'm a, Keep going now. I need to know if this is a slow. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Thank you so much. And lastly, how can people yes, find you? Yes, you can find me on all social media outlets. Um, my website is www.iamjanelle.com. That's I am J N E L L E. Com, or you can Google me, J apostrophe, not hyphen, but apostrophe, N-E-L-L-E. <laughs> Once you pull that up, you'll see my Facebook, my Instagram, my Snapchat. I done made a TikTok. <laughs> 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 so, yeah, so if you just Google Janelle, J apostrophe, N-E-L-L-E, I'll pop up with my music and everything. Or you can visit my website, www.iamjanelle.com. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. You keep flying Uh high. You just keep doing it. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. You have a great one. Thank you again for listening to Soundproof Creatives. I had a blast interviewing Janelle and I know you enjoyed her too. So please check out her website and her social media to hear more about this dynamic artist and to hear more beautiful music. Catch you next time.